Rushka Rindi. Clarity. Silver trumpet of the archangel. Shout of the seven lightnings. Shout of the seven thunders. Let the overcomer's realm come forth upon each person tuning in tonight to take heavenly flight out of earth's blight into God the glory Shekinah light. Praise God, hallelujah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, hallelujah. Wow. Shabbat. Thank you, Jesus. Well, it's exceedingly good to be in the glory of the God I am that I am standing on the mountaintop with Moses and the Lamb, the lawgivers of Zion, to cleanse the heavens from rebellion, to cleanse the earth from iniquity, strange fire, and everything else that claims God. Now listen, guys. Every good and perfect thing comes down from the Father of lights, which means as it comes down, it gets mixed with the heavens, it gets mixed with the earth. By the time it hits the earth, it's not even close to how it was in heaven. So as a priest, our job is to go up into heaven so that there's an exact representation of the invisible God's light. Okay, Hebrews 1.3 it is written, God is the light being, Jesus Christ is the perfect priest. We're becoming the priestly bride, learning how to conduct the Father's perfection through our spirit, soul, and body as temples, earthly temples no longer now, celestial temples, celestial bodies, wearing celestial garments, celestial clothes. You could call it star clothing. Moses called it sapphire pavement. The sapphire stones become the pavement, the ephod of the new covenant is no longer types and shadows of just physical stones on your chest, although later on you'll get new skin that looks like matted diamonds and matted sapphires and matted emeralds and matted rubies and all the gemstones of the believer's reward recorded in Paul's epistles will be yours as you go from glory to glory. The key is you have to become the children of the resurrection. Okay. Now, I want to just bring something before you just to think about. Think on these things from above. We know that CNN has been crooked news network for a very long time. Every charismatic Christian and their grandma condemns CNN. So when CNN this week is promoting the Asbury Revival... Did anybody get a check in their spirit? Why would the secular, demonic, diabolical media be promoting Asbury Revival? You ever ask yourself that? It's like we're all against CNN until they start reporting revival. I tell you the truth, Asbury Revival is likened to global 
warming our Ukraine in a worldly agenda. It's leaderless. <laughs> I'm not questioning the zeal. I'm not even questioning half the people's intentions. I'm certain their intentions are pure, but my people perish for lack of knowledge, which means they don't understand the mountain. Sand is star worship, golden calf revival everywhere, guys. It's the overflow of the mountain, and it's so extreme now because of the cosmic sons of God manifesting in the Sephirotic tree of righteousness, literally standing on the highest ring of Keter, wearing a, a celestial cosmic crown, that the things that come down from the mountain of the Lord upon believers who worship the Lord but have not risen on the mountain will appear as the greatest manifestations of all time, and yet they're not even on the mountain. That's why a diabolical agenda, a secular demon-possessed Rand media, would even begin promoting the sand against the leadership of the mountain. Because if you get on the mountain and you're following the sent and chosen ones, you will completely destroy the works of the devil on the mountain. Understand why the enemy is still highlighting some aspects of charismatic Christianity. Because not all charisma is from God. <laughs> I'm telling you, you can have tons of charisma and be an enemy of God. It's called strange fire. It's zeal. Okay? The false prophet of Revelation is doing all the miracles, signs, and wonders and healings of the apostles, yet she's in the earth instead of the heavenly. What is the false prophet? It's the false confirming signs and wonders of earthly transgression and iniquity in golden calf revival. And that's how far deep you are into the end times, because that's exactly what's happening right now. And that is the truth anyhow. Now we want real revival in the heavens. The marriage supper of the Lamb is the next actual awakening and it's not based on just if the Holy Spirit shows up through prayer and fasting. It's based on yad he vav he formed inside mature cosmic temples that Im completely embody celestial bodies, that completely possess the Sephirotic tree of righteousness, which are the high priest secrets of the Old Testament and the New Testament. Moses and the Lamb standing on Mount Zion, having the secrets of the mysteries of the kingdom, which we read yesterday, which was the universe, embodied to use what God created on the fourth day and the first day, which are lights for the uncreated one, God the Father, uncreated before time was. I am. <laughs> before Abraham was, forget Abraham, before time was created, I am that I am. Red Letter Ministries, Jesus Christ is his name. He's before time, he's outside of time. Listen, he's only inside of time to get you out of time, to end time. The end times are a good time if you get out of time and you don't stay stuck in time. Come on now. This is eternity on a mountain that you get to climb by ascending by doing the will of God the Father. Oh my gosh. What is the will of God? To obey the commandments of Jesus. He went up on a mountain and he brought the law. Did he bring Torah? He brought his own Torah. He brought his own gospel. Come on. He brought the authority of a new teaching. 
the teachings of Jesus supersede and fulfill all the prophets and Moses, which means it doesn't do away with the prophets. It goes into the prophets to experience them in the heavens. It goes into Moses to understand Moses in the stars. Genesis 1, in the stars, in the sun, in the moon, in the planetary spheres, in their moons. Come on now. In all the places where the enemy has built in the heavens to oppress man over the earth. Now the conquerors and the overcomers, the Bible says, will be over the earth. Revelation 5.10, read it yesterday. Revelation 5, Revelation 6, Revelation 7, the Great Awakening. Who are these numbers without counting around the throne? Are we going up to the throne where we know the throne is in the third heaven? Are we going and ascending through the second heaven with knowledge? I tell you the truth, the church age doesn't have one revelation of how to ascend through the second heaven to the third heaven. In fact, you are watching wilderness sand people now worship the stars. What is worshiping the stars? Star worship? Star worship is worshiping anything your head can think and your hands can make, which is constructing anything that's in man's mind and in man's hand. Where's the mark of the beast? In man's thoughts, mind, written on the mind, man's thoughts in man's hand. Man's building, man's thinking is the mark of the beast, also known as star worship or the worship of the golden calf. Truth anyhow. To get out of the sand and to get on the mountain is to become a yad he vav he worshiper of Elohim, Jesus Christ, maker of heaven and earth. You cannot even worship God in the sand. We learned that from the first exodus. Now you have kumbaya everywhere saying people are coming together crossing denominational lines. This person's not even baptized in the Holy Spirit. This person is a Pentecostal. This person's a Baptist. And look at how they get along in the sand. I tell you the truth, it's like the unity of the golden calf out there. It's all false love. It's all fornication with devils. Truth anyhow. Touch the mountain, be stoned to death. Come up here, says the Lord, and see for yourself from the mountain what takes place in the sand is complete and total abominations continuously. They'll have false unity against the mountain. They'll have all Christianity will team up against the mountain tribe against Moses and the Lamb and those who play their harps in Zion, which is not in the earth anymore. They're completely angelic. They stand on the highest ring of Keter, the crown of life, and all the emanations of the Father's will come down like lightning upon their heads to do their will of the Father in heaven who sent them to do His will. What is His will? His will is to bring order to the heavens and order to the earth. What kind of order, you may ask. I'm so glad you asked. Not the order of human unity. Not the order of man's thoughts and man's hands. That's Antichrist. That's Mark of the Beast activity. But the order of lightnings, the order of Melchizedek, the order of cosmic righteousness, the order of the names and the laws and the deeds of the luminaries of the Book of Enoch. In fact, if it's not based on the luminaries, it's not even one step in the upward direction. It's full-blown iniquity. This is how you could have CNN promoting something, because it's full-blown, high-level, highest-level treason, iniquity. Now, for 48 hours, I've been wrestling the iniquity of the sand people in the worship of the golden calf. And I tell you the truth, it was almost trying to influence me to slide down the mountain and join them 
in the fornication with kumbaya in the sand, <laughs> which is false love. The orgies in the sand represent human love, which is an abomination. It denies the cross. It's the enemy of the cross. It's not divine love. It's not the mountain of his cross. It's not climbing Calvary. It's not unity of the brethren of the three that are one in heaven, the Word, the Father, and the Spirit. It's man. It's unity of the beast. It's unity of the star worshipers. It's unity of the golden calf, says the Lord. And when you're on the mountain, you get a taste in your mouth and in your mind and in your thoughts and in your hands as you're nailed to the cross with Him of what real cosmic unity is. An army of one and a majority of one of those who do the will of their Father in heaven. <laughs> in heaven. Notice the key word, in heaven. There's a will in heaven. What's the will of Satan? What's the will of strange fire? What's the will of iniquity? What's the will of the false prophet? What's the will of the red dragon who has a river who flows out of everyone's all believers' bellies who are not crucified in spirit? The will of the red dragon is human and earthly, and it has the appearance of godliness, but there's no actual celestial promised land realities. They have forfeit the celestial realm. They have forfeit the high priest Sephirot. They're so far from the promised land, they have begun to call the wilderness the promised land. That is how apostate this generation of iniquity actually is, says the Lord. Test me in all these words. See that they are not directly from the throne of God to get you into the actual celestial promised land, to stand in the realms of the overcomers who have overcome the world's Christianity, who have overcome the world's revival, who have overcome CNN's revival, who have overcome Fox News' revival. Listen, I'm all about promoting what God's doing, but I'm telling you now, it is a, a time where even the elect would be deceived. I am watching the leaders of the charismatic church go full-blown apostate because of a lack of cosmic understanding and knowledge of the high priest's secrets and how to stand on the sun with Enoch. Because of a lack of Anakian wisdom. Because of a lack of first family Kenan wisdom. Kenan who had the great wisdom of the sun and the moon and the stars and passed all of his wisdom down to the fathers and eventually discipled Enoch. This first family that was promised the destruction of Cain's seed and the works of the devil and crushing the serpent underfoot and the crushing of Samael and Lilith and all the wickedness that it was done against God and how the wicked protected themselves against the will of God to create their own world of delusion, even using starlight even using all the fourth day of sun, moon, and stars to create a world of iniquity, transgression, and sin, and then convince Christians who live in that world of seven mountains that they're actually doing the will of God. That's why even the elite could be deceived right now. We need the great white eagle clarity of the mountain, crystal clear living water to wash the delusion off our minds, to wash the, the vulture vomit off of our minds, to wash all the demons God's vomit off of our minds and out of our hearts to see the mountaintop where the overcomer's celebration has not even yet begun. These things in the sand, I have watched 25% of mountain people leave the mountain to join the golden calf worship in the sand. What is golden calf worship? Anything man can see and do with his own abilities. You say, oh, this isn't man doing it. I tell you the truth. It's about elevations. It's about if you can see 
from the mountain or if you are blind in the sand? Is there a, a cosmic explanation? And I feel the wrestling against the leadership of iniquity right now as I'm preaching to you. I'm telling you, there are people that are opposing Moses and the Lamb in the mountain, and they are not opposing you. They're inviting you up higher because you do not have in your hearts or your minds the things of God that are higher than you. Because the cross has not thoroughly terminated and driven out your human nature and your spirit, soul, and mind and body, that you have the things of the earth in mind and not the things of heaven. Jesus Christ commands you to come up here. I tell you the truth. If you are not rising, then you are absolutely fornicating with demons in a false revival in the false movement of the sand. You need to be on solid rock instead of shifting sand right now. You need to taste the mountaintop. You need to see what comes down from above more clearly. You need to have a more accurate perspective of world events. You cannot be pulled to and fro by here is a revival, there is a revival. We know that the Bible teaches the feast of the firstborn is in heaven. It's not going to and fro. It's not lateral, y'all. That's complete deception. It's vertical. This strange fire, worker of iniquity, all of this junk that's going on right now, would take you from the mountain. I have watched many leave the mountain that were making upward promises and upward progresses and have now gone down into the sand and have begun celebrating in the sand a false revival. Okay? Listen, and once we go up into the mountain, these things will be made clear to you. Now, we know the Bible says that the second coming is to meet Him in the air, which means to meet Him in the heavens. Okay? It's not rapture, it's crapture. It's the removing of church-age crap in the whole world, and we need it now desperately. As we ascend this mountain, climbing this mountain with our shoeboxes as Joel's army, and we begin to go higher in the glory, we will burn off all of the confusion of the earth. The dust of the earth shall be burned off of us as we rise on the mountain of Holy Ghost fire. There's a mountain of fire, but the sand burned with the fire of false love. I tell you the truth, the earthly now is more deceptive than ever before. It's not just like a golden calf like the days of Moses. In the second coming, it's the actual first age deception of man and woman being the idol, okay? Which is me feeling God's presence, but not ascending, okay? Now you need to understand this. I'm going to read this to you. This is a critical post here. Holy Ghost. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Okay. This is from Strong's 428, The Golden Calf Idolatry, a post by Apostle Rebecca Barthrop on Facebook earlier today. You need to understand it in every way for a greater glory. Evidence of Worship. They gave their gold and finances to using the gifts and feeling the presence coming down from the mountain apart from God himself. Amen. It's important to bring in righteous woman right now. That there is righteous woman, second Eve. There is righteous man, second Adam. The perfecting of the temple of the human body, the second coming. 
is the perfecting of this temple, the glorification of this temple, your temple, your body, not an external thing, not an outside thing, an internal inside thing that will emanate from within. For if you don't glorify this temple and transfigure this temple as second Adam, second Eve by doing the will of God the Father and rising by carrying your cross from glory to glory of Mount Zion. If you are not glorifying this temple, be certain you are empowering fallen angels. All bewitchment, God-outside-mindedness is the empowerment of devils in the guise of Christianity. That's what Galatians 3 says. If you are bewitched and God-outside-minded, you are empowering fallen angels of light that appear to be from God. I don't care how revival you think you are, lying signs, miracles, and wonders. This mountain is, has an overflow into the sand where the scorpions and the snakes and where Egypt is. They can counterfeit everything. What matters is the upward progress of being slain with him so his nature is being formed more within you and there's less of you and more of him. Okay? The evidence of golden calf idolatry is that they gave their gold their finances, and the use of the gifts and the feelings of the presence coming down the mountain, they used it for themselves instead of for God. It never went to the mountain. Notice that it never went to the mountain. It was used for themselves, but it was all the overflow of the mountain. I need you to see this right now. They used everything that came down from Moses' mountain. They used all that fire, all that heat, all that energy, They had sacrifices, they had worship, they had offerings, but it was all for themselves, wasn't it? It was all congratulating themselves. It was all just self-promotion. It was all self-rule, leaderless, right? They're leaderless in the sand. It was all self-rule, and that's exactly all the character qualities of all these little sand revivals breaking out in the earth. Now, if they can get burnt up, perhaps as their iniquity burns and their self-nature burns through the judgment coming off the mountain, then they can see the mountain and heed the invitation to the mountain and be here, says the Lord. Come up the mountain and be there, says the Lord Almighty. Amen. Evidence of following Moses. Amen. Evidence of following Moses and the Lamb, Revelation 15, is giving to the priesthood of the mountaintop where the Torah is given. Okay? New Testament, New Torah of the mountain of the Lord, Mount Zion, the order of Melchizedek, understand that the sand activity is leading most believers, charismatic believers, away from the mountain into sand activity. It's true. The apostles are suffering more than ever before because of false revival. Leaderless, lack of sacrifice, not advancing the kingdom, not pushing the envelope into new territory, but sand activity. It is absolutely false. Absolutely false. And I know this is not a popular message, but it is the truth anyhow. And I'm going to tell you now because it's an enemy of maturity. It's an enemy of all the train of the wisdom of the ages that are inside your leaders on the mountain, but people are leaving the mountain. Instead of an exodus up the mountain, there's an exodus off the mountain, and you will know them by their children, by their fruit. It is true. The workers of iniquity are having a golden calf party in the sand and calling it revival. This will end and terminate the church age. What is happening now You've heard it here first at RLM TV. This is false revival that will terminate 
Christianity as you know it. It is likened to the golden calf orgy. Truth anyhow. Now you might have a different feeling in your stomach right now because I'm driving out the spirit of iniquity in your bellies with the cross of his blood crucifying your spirit with Christ that you might know the difference between iniquity which is using the things of God for man and woman in false love and actual holiness taking these gifts up the mountain and sacrificing your Isaac which is what God's given you back to God. If you are not daily sacrificing your Isaac, you are no longer walking with him. Truth anyhow. Amen. Now, (laughs) the CNN thing. It's not just CNN. We have Fox News as well. We know they have a very, very different agenda than God the Father. Okay? Truth anyhow. If you are not questioning all the worldly agendas, the Ukraine nonsense, Asbury Revival nonsense, global warming nonsense, and they're all about the same up here because it's all worldliness, earthliness, humanness. It's all 666. Truth anyhow. Now, people say you're fighting the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes from above. So your little off-the-mountain experiences in Kumbaya is actually not the Holy Spirit in the same form that he is on the mountain. Because the Bible says on the mountaintop was the only place the cloud was. But he runs down the whole mountain into the earth and becomes the spirit of perversion. It's true. They use the living waters for perversion. The mouth of the red dragon spews water that people think is living water. What's the difference? Everything comes from God. These are angels created by God. Now they're in rebellion to God. They're in God's creation. So you can't just say it's God and not God because God's the creator of everything. It is written, His word sustains everything. What you need is wisdom and clarity and eyesab to see and be separate from the sand on the holy mountain. Then you have a different perspective of all things that God has created. When you're down in the iniquity, you have all kinds of human opinions about everything. Your judgment is absolutely unrighteous until the righteous judge be formed in you through constantly receiving his judgments. Then you'll have clarity. God is calling you up the mountain through judgments that drive out your humanity. (laughs) The celebration of humanity, the celebration of human Christianity, is perhaps the greatest abomination of all time in church history. In the years ahead, what has happened in Asbury, what's breaking out on youth campuses, what's being done in the sand... Now, if it's terminated, they can come to the mountain. But I tell you the truth, the only good that could ever come out of what God does on the earth is to destroy the earth and to come up the mountain. I have come to bring fire. Oh, I wish was already kindled a new earth. So the destruction of the old earth is the destruction of all human forms of Christianity as you know it. Truth anyhow. That's the first chapter of Heaven Waits the Bride. That's the first chapter of the final quest. Truth anyhow. There needs to be a total annihilation of the celestial fire. The fire of the luminaries has to flow and destroy old earth for new earth to come forth through fire, through the fire of the luminaries, the fire of the Sephirotic tree of righteousness, the fire of the moon, the fire of the sun, and the fire of all the planetary spheres of our cosmic inheritance, which is our inheritance of the fourth day first to rule over the earth. You will have to populate the planetary spheres first to have government over the earth. This is why there's a redirect of Christianity. Every time 
Red Letter Ministries. I'm going to tell you this because it's going to punch the devil in the neck and take his breath away. Every time RLM and this called, sent, chosen apostolic ministry to lead people home into the heavenlies has been having a bigger stage and more numbers and we get up to 85 viewers and every time there's a greater increase of our popularity and people start learning, that's when there's a distraction in the sand and a, and a termination and some kind of persecution severely towards this ministry. A 30-day ban came at the exact same time when our platform was starting to gain momentum and have people come back into RLM. And they're threatening to take down my public page and the 10,000 followers. And I know the sand people that worship the golden calf are celebrating that. They're congratulating themselves because they hate the lawgiver on the mountain. They hate the sephirotic path that requires the termination of the human spirit, the human soul, and the human flesh for the divine spirit, the divine soul, and the divine flesh, the cosmic flesh to come forth. This is the most hated message of all Satan and his angels, the one that Red Letter Ministries and Joel's Bar brings forth faithfully from God the Father's heart every single day. So when there's persecution, they try to dampen our message. They try to cut off our communication so our audience is scattered. Because And then they celebrate some immature thing so that they turn against the mature thing. It's all the same devices that the fallen angels did to the Israelites to turn them against Moses. You are in the midst of that conflict right now in the whole body of Christ against the sent and chosen apostles who stand on the Sephirotic mountain of righteousness and are trying to save your souls from the works of the devil from the works of the fallen angels and the Antichrist who would keep you in a human form and even allow you to have revivals in the sand. Anything so that you don't rise on the mountain. You need to understand the desperation of the second heaven's demon gods. That they will do anything. Their cunningness is beyond human and expression. Their cunningness and their ability to deceive you in the earthly is beyond human comprehension. And the only way you're not going to be deceived is if you're daily crucifying your spirit, your soul, your feelings, your emotions, your mind. Those things that have the appearance of good and godly are the very things that caused your mother Eve to leave the glory and die. Remember that. Samuel the serpent rider who tempted Adam and Eve to come out of the garden prematurely and to, to follow the teachings of the fig tree and to follow the, the occult and the magic arts of the fallen angels against God's Shekinah, against God's word. Those same temptations are constantly offered to the Christians every day on a silver platter to see if you will take John the Baptist's head. Will you take the temptations of the fallen angels against the headship of the prophets? This is what the Lord says to you. Will you follow the fallen angels of light who allow you to have sand and allow you to have sand revival? Or will you contradict all the worldliness of the fallen angels' agendas and the seven mountains that fell from heaven, the incarceration of all one-third of the angels? Will you listen to them and come into contract with them against your holy apostolic chiefs? against your cosmic leaders that are trying to help you into the heavenlies. This is the two options before you. You stand before Salem and Sodom, an earthly inheritance or a heavenly inheritance. Amen. If you have any wisdom to save your souls, you will choose Salem and Melchizedek and have a heavenly, 
upward inheritance and it will cost you your human nature it'll cost you your isaac it will cost you your human divinity it'll cost you your biblical interpretation your biblical theology your biblical doctrine it'll cost you your denomination you'll have to drive out the whole human nature out of your spirit soul and flesh constantly this is the price that is actually paid for the promised land blessed are they who conquer and overcome the world Blessed are they who conquer and overcome all that is in the earth. Woo! The things of Christianity, the charismatic things of Christianity in the earth are the most highly deceptive things of the devil of all time. Apostle John warned you, and you are in the middle of it right now, that there be lying signs and wonders and miracles and healings to testify to an earthly inheritance against the crazy guys on the mountain saying that's all wrong. You know, few on the mountain and almost everyone in the sand. Try to find charismatic leaders on the mountain giving you a mountain, white eagle, non-human, fully archangel perspective over things today. It's non-existent out here, guys. It's non-existent. These prophets have practically become false prophets everywhere because the times are so deceiving and the enemy's time is so short that he is so desperate to hold on to keeping the Christians earthly that if they ever find red letter ministries, if they ever find the teachers of righteousness, they shall literally arise from the dust or the gold of the earth into the dust or the dust free zone and the gold of heaven and walk on streets of gold. Understand the earthly is the temptation. And when you come up and you begin to have a mountain perspective, there's temptation on the mountaintop too. But you have something formed in you. yad heh vav inscribed in you. I have written my commandments into your heart, and now you're an ark of Aaron's staff that budded. You've been eating the bread of angels. you got the hidden manna. Come on now. And you have the commandments that God Himself, the Holy Spirit, and the Word of God in the heavens of God the Father's will have inscribed in your whole spirit, head to toes, inscribed in your whole soul, inscribed in your whole mind, inscribed in your bones and marrow by the Word of God, the sword of the Spirit, the pen of God the Father is a sword, and He's cutting it surgically back into your DNA, back into your spirit, back into your heart, back into your blood, back into your mind, and back into your bones and marrow. God is inscribing His will into you today in Jesus name that there would not be deception that there would not be confusion but there be God's own word manifesting all the Shekinah glory of the word of God in the heavenlies without the mixture of man without the mixture of being under the world listen now it is a time of being established above and the above realm is mapped out just like the map that we talked about yesterday on Hobbit, what's that, The Hobbit, (laughs) there and back again by Bilbo Baggins, the map had to be seen under moonlight of a certain day that has dawned the seventh day that you are now in. And the moonlight, Yassad, the light of the moon shall be like the light of the sun. First things first, we got to heal the luminaries and the stars. People want to go jump right into third heaven light. You're full of crap. You're completely lost. To heal the the heavens is the first primary agenda. Third heaven doesn't need any healing. You're lost. 
The Bible says they will make forth a new heavens where righteousness dwells. So this is how you heal the luminaries. You have to heal the moon. You have to heal the sun. You have to heal Mercury. You have to heal Venus. You have to heal Jupiter. You have to heal Mars. You have to heal Pluto. You have to heal Saturn and Neptune and Uranus. You will have to heal the planetary systems. By healing the luminaries, now there shall be accuracy inside the temple because God created us out of the heavens and then breathed into us from what he had formed out of the clay. The clay was not just earth. It was also all of the solar system. So that Adam and Eve had the sun in them, the moon in them, the stars in them. They had all the planetary systems orbiting. They had dominion over all the angels. They had dominion over all the plants and the birds and the trees and the clouds and the waters. They had dominion in the universe. Let us create man in our image and give them dominion. It is written, we had dominion. And now the enemy doesn't want us to get it back. Dominion requires the full possession of the second heavens. And everything that can burn up there will be burned up there. That's why it needs to be made new. That's where the highest ranking demons all are situated on the sun and the moon and the stars. And when we begin to smack them by going up there, the angels are assigned to us to take them out. And this is how principalities and celestial bodies shall be shaken. It is written, even celestial bodies shall be shaken. Messiah said that. So we will have a celestial Christianity that will shake the devil out of our heavens, shake the devil out of our stars, shake the devil out of our moon so it's seven times brighter, Isaiah 30 it is written, and shake the devil out of our sun so that the sun shines forth seven times brighter, like seven days in one day it is written. In order to do that, we need a cosmic people, and it's only clear when you're pure from iniquity. Iniquity of false love and all the kumbaya of false unity of the human mind and the human hand. Mark of the beast revival everywhere. These are people celebrating against the leaders on the mountain. They actually flaunt being leaderless. And notice it's mostly youth because they're completely uncircumcised. People, the leaders are so immature over the youth that they will even allow them to be leaderless. We need to come in there with a sharp sword like Moses and circumcise their hearts and minds and send them to the mountain. Otherwise, their blood shall be on your heads as false leaders. If you are not circumcising hearts, circumcising minds, circumcising bone and marrow, and driving the human being out, for God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ to be driven in through the sword of the Word of God, you are a false leader and you're not leading people to heaven. You're leading them to hell in the wide path of destruction. They might get into heaven by the skin of their teeth, but they'll never know how to walk in heaven in this life because they've rejected all the mature things of the mountain and the mountaintop where the throne of God and the Lamb are. What we need more than ever are leaders who are not ashamed to use their swords that they themselves have crucified on. Amen. To be crucified with Christ is to use the sword of the Spirit towards your own spirit. I don't have a will in my spirit. Uh, No guile, right? Nathaniel. An Israelite indeed in whom there is no guile, which means no agenda, nothing crooked in us. The only thing not crooked according to the Bible is the Bible. (laughs) Amen. The only thing not crooked, and it's not the Bible in the hands of the beast uttering blasphemies 
from the sandcastles of the earth. It's the Bible active alive mixed with faith crucifying the spirit crucifying the soul the feelings the driving the human being out the circling sword of the garden of eden the bible alive mixed with faith is a circling sword accompanied with the cherubim of lightning that drive the human being out of the garden now that you live in through the blood of the lamb you're back in the garden driving out the human being now it's not so much as you not being able to enter in externally now it's driving it out internally to have peace externally from the inside out you see you're being imploded and exploded you see what god's will is he wants the word of god to be a circling sword to drive out the human being inside you and as you drive it out inside you through your whole spirit soul mind and strength you create a goshen a goshen is a garden of eden on earth protected by the circling sword of those who have driven the human being out of themselves come on now absolute perfection is manifesting before your eyes you have the ability of the circling sword and the circling sword will always draw the cherubim of his lightning who guard the very mercy seat what is the mercy of god that he can remove the parts of us that are sent to be destroyed that have no eternal value it's just all the human spirit all the human soul all the human flesh and he can drive out the human being from the inside out and have the new creature take over the spirit have the new creature take over the soul have the living creature oh i feel it now take over the flesh living creature marriage supper of the lamb revival on the mountaintop let's go listen maria woodworth edder Rebecca and I were studying this a little bit, Rebecca more than me, but she was talking about how Maria Woodworth Etter <laughs> said she's the leader of the Foursquare denomination. She had Pentecostal revival for 20 years. She says, God will never do anything without his leaders. That's what the Bible says in another place. Everything I do, I will bring it to my prophets. If the prophets are not leading it, you can guarantee it's Antichrist activity. Strange fire at best, zeal without knowledge. But they're so immature out there, they would applaud this crap. We need the most mature believers in the universe leading the believers up the universe. And if we're not, you can guarantee you're already in the wide path of destruction. The weeping and the gnashing of teeth and the voice pieces of Satan that I've encountered the last two weeks, all of them justifying false revival, immaturity. All the very things God hates are the things the human beings love. They love God without the sacrifice. They love getting an Isaac, but not offering him back on the altar. That is an abomination. That is the loss of salvation. You understand that? If you receive an Isaac and you don't sacrifice him, your very life is spent. It'll cost you your very soul. That's written in the Word. Yep. Which means the more you've received as charismatic workers of iniquity as sponges of the mountain, but never sacrifice anything for God to rise on the mountain, the greater you are in the ranks of the demon hordes of the enemies of Jesus Christ. The sand armies versus the mountain people. Christian civil war. Hello? For like the last 20, 30 years. And they're saying we have unity now. There's only unity and iniquity right now. And they're all fighting the mountain. They're all fighting me. If you haven't noticed, all the negative talk, and it's not just because I came out and condemned the Asbury revival as total sandcastle garbage, a leaderless abomination of strange fire, of kumbaya, truth anyhow. 
because it distracts from what God the Father wants to do. That's why it's so exceedingly diabolical, because it appears to be God. It's exactly like the temptation in the beginning. It looked good or godly in appearance, but when they ate from it, their eyes were open and they were naked. Then they began to clothe themselves in fig leaves, which is the occult. They began to clothe themselves with witchcraft. They began to learn sorcery. For hundreds of years, that's what happened. And now it's worse than ever before because now we have all this stuff from God. We have the new covenant and some remnant have, that have gone higher in the prophetic, higher in the white eagle nature, higher on the mountain. And what it's causing is all this stuff down below to burn and they think the burning is God. The burning is the judgment and the wrath of God that will be intensified until the earth becomes the lake of fire, until the whole earth is scorched. I have come to bring fire. Oh, how I wish it was already kindled. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth, for Satan has been thrown down to you. I thought Satan was thrown into the lake of fire. Well, if you're living in the Sephirotic tree of righteousness and the sun is shining as seven days, everything under your feet, the earth is your footstool, becomes a lake of fire. And the lake of fire will be like a crystal sea underneath you, and it will terminate iniquity. It will terminate religion. It will terminate strange fire. It will terminate all the rebellion that has the guise of obedience. This is Satan's biggest card that he wields in the fallen angel realm, is coming with all the higher charisma, false prophetic things of God, like the Pharisees who love the, the angels and Hebrews seek signs and wonders, and they're, they're antichrist according to Paul's gospel, right? So now you're dealing with it in this generation and most of you, 99.99% of you, are going the wide path. You're lost, you're wrong, and you're marked for slaughter, says the Lord. You'll be burnt up in the very things you thought were God. And you'll be screaming and crying like the days of Noah, but, 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 we thought, we thought it was God. We thought it... Listen, God has spoken to you through His prophets. And if the prophets aren't leading what you're doing higher on the mountain, you're not following God in anything. If you're leaderless and you're a lone ranger and you're out here doing your own thing, you're a worker of iniquity. The workers of iniquity have teamed up in a golden calf to fight the mountain and to fight the cost of driving out the human being for the actual promises of the glorification of the last temple, which is the second Adam and the second Eve. And the second Eve is the holy celestial bride of Christ wearing celestial garments, which is wearing the sun, not just on the outside in Revelation 12:1, but on the inside. She has the whole ephod, the high priestly bride, why is it high priestly? Because it's the rulership of the sun and the moon and the stars. Truth anyhow, anyone that says otherwise is a lying demon that fights the promised land. You're surrounded with wilderness, sandcastle building leaders everywhere, false leaders, be judged and burnt up everywhere. I command with angel armies from the fire of the luminaries upon all the west to consume the earth and all of its iniquity so that only that which comes forth from the Father's throne, that uncreated fire, would be honored as God and nothing else be called God in all the earth. And the most mature are the closest to the throne. The most mature let it live in the city of heavenly Jerusalem and govern the world from an actual city of angels, Zion, the city of innumerable angels, and all the other garbage that pretends to be God. Just get burned up. Burn up the immaturity. Burn up the strange fire. 
burn up the golden calf and make everyone that has breath drink it by the fire melting the human idolatry, the false love idolatry, the stolen glory, the stolen financial glory idolatry, and all the fallen angels that tempt God's people night and day into wrongdoing be judged and burnt up over every believer's head in all the world in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Then you begin to see the mountaintop clearly. Then you begin to approach the lion's throne in the heavenly sphere. And you begin to know him in a severity. You begin to know him in the laws of the luminaries of the wisdom of the first family. Seth, Enosh, Mahalalel, Kenan, Jared, Enoch, and Noah. Amen? Methuselah's wisdom. I tell you the truth. Even Shem's wisdom, who is faithful to Noah. And the other brothers, Shem's brothers, were Egypt and the Canaanites and the workers of abomination who began to immediately fornicate with the fallen angels and reproduce after Satan's own kind. Amen. So we want the clean, pure bloodlines of Jesus Christ for the inheritance of the entire Sephirotic tree of rulership over the earth. The high priest's inheritance be given to the high priesthood who has not mixed themselves with the fornication of the idolatry of man and woman and man and woman's thoughts and man and woman's Christianity and man and woman's hands down in the sand, but there be a clear plumb line drawn in the sand to come up the mountain and burn in a higher celestial governmental fire that you know less than nothing about and it will challenge your stubbornness. It'll drive out your human nature. It'll drive out the mark of the beast in your thought life and your thinking and it will erase the 666, your humanity out of your own hands. It will drive Jezebel out of you. It'll drive Satan and his angels out of you and all their sorceries will be burnt out of you as you rise in the tree of life by carrying your cross, dying progressively to spirit, soul, and flesh, which means living progressively to a celestial fire and the Shekinah of him whose eyes flash with fire, which is all stars blazing and burning, flashing in his eyes, clean and crystal clear with no lust and with no pride and with no wrongdoing, the Lamb of God without spot and wrinkle in his eyes and his head and his hands, who does the perfect will of our Father in heaven, the firstborn from the realm of the dead, who's risen into the heavenlies and who's rising you up and raising you up to be the children of the resurrection right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, become the angel-like children of the resurrection. Rise to him on the holy mountain. See the mountain. See your cross. Drive out your humanity every step you rise on the mountain. And the sapphire pavement shall be, be completely revealed before your eyes. The sapphire stones that you walk on shall become clear before your eyes. The first sta sapphire stone that you shall see before your eyes as you are raised from the dead by the holy angels helping you inherit salvation and by your own new creature angelic nature. Your own yad hey vav hey creature, nature of being born of God, God's own children. That nature in your spirit shall rise with your holy angels into the first sapphire stone, which is the moon. And from the moon you'll deal with all the false stolen glory. And you'll have Archangel Michael helping you conquer the sphere 
of Hod, which is Mercury, and you'll conquer Mercury, and you'll stand on the overcomer's planetary sphere of Mercury, and the path of lightnings, and the path of the stars that the angels ascend and descend on will become clear before your eyes. You will see the sapphire stones, and you will walk from Mercury, Hod, over to Netzach, Venus, and deal with all Satan's unconditional agape, all of Satan's false love and the false unity that all that deceives all the elite and the elect of the charismatic church age right now, and you will burn it off of Venus, and you will burn it off of Netzach, and you will have the clear plumb line of the holy angelic love standing on Venus, and you'll be an overcomer, overcomer standing on the celestial sphere of Netzach and Venus, and you will be an overcomer with all your spirit as you angelically rise by hearing and obeying the prophetic commandment from Zion today in the name of Jesus Christ. Christ of Nazareth. The blood and the water and the Spirit of God are for you, but they're against your humanity. Understand the separation of the circumcision of the heart. They are for the God sperm part of you, but they are against the human part of you. If you are willing to drive out the human iniquity from your spirit, you will rise on the Sephirotic tree and you will conquer and come to the sun. You will overcome the moon and all of the black moon and the temptations of the black mind and the black moon. And all of that will be burned out of you. And you'll come up to Mercury and you'll come up to Venus and you'll continue to rise. Your angels know the path. This is the path they descended to earth. This is the path you also shall ascend to the Father. Now you come before the gate of Enoch, which is the first great luminary of the sun, and you'll stand before the bridegroom's chambers and the bridegroom may come out and send you away as foolish virgins and you are not to be offended but to deal with your foolishness to get on the threshing floor like Ruth and drive out all that needs to be threshed of your human nature out of your spirit, soul, mind correct your behavior get the false love out get the iniquity out the doctrines of demons the doctrines of men driven out of you and the bridegroom stands at the bridegroom's chambers of Psalms 19 Enoch's door, the son and Jesus Christ's Son you will allow you entrance when He sees that your heart and your mind are right with Him to do His will, the will of your Father in heaven, and to burn with the fire of Tiferet, the beauty and the radiance of Jesus Christ, maker of sun, moon, and stars, maker of the fourth day lights. Then you come into the sun and get the Song of Songs, chapter 8, sun-sealed on your heart, sun-sealed on your mind, sun-sealed in your spirit, and you begin to walk in a much greater glory called the sun s-u-n of righteousness that rises in your heart as a morning star and day begins to dawn in you in jesus name amen now from the sun you're not done but just getting started for the son of righteousness is barely saved if you begin to rock walk in sun righteousness hebrews is a righteous man who practices holy spirit sun Enoch says, those who walk in the sun shall never die. Holy Spirit, sunshine blazing out of your spirit, soul, mind, and strength. Now you are a righteous man, a righteous woman, barely saved. So what were you before? Now you know because you can look down below and be like, wow, we were totally deceived down there, guys. We were Our righteousness was literally filthy rags because the seraphim of the sun have touched our mouths and our eyes and our senses and our five physical senses with the word of God are now blazing in a much higher wisdom, the wisdom of Kenan, the wisdom of the sun. Amen. Forth from Adam, who had the wisdom of all the sun, which is the dominion of all, over all devils, demons, and evil spirits. Amen. And so we're now we're getting into sun wisdom, ancient wisdom, the word of God that created the sun, moon, and stars. It is 
the high priest's secrets. These are the realms of the high priesthood of Melchizedek. Now you're learning the high priesthood. Those who teach righteousness shall shine like the stars of the heavens forever. It is written, Daniel 12, 3. Now you're beginning to shine like the stars of heaven forever in the teaching and the learning of being students of the rabbis of the sun, the rabbis of righteousness in Jesus' mighty name. And we begin to move on. Now we go to Mars and we begin to deal with all the governing laws of Satan and his angels and all the warmongering of the judgment of the legalism of the court systems of our nations and the sword who have abused all the warmongering wars and rumors of wars and the legalism and the three trillion pages of laws that we have as a U.S. federal government. All that begins to burn off the planetary sphere of Mars, which is Gavura. Gavura means power in Hebrew. God created Mars as Gavura, the place of power and authority and government and military might, military strength. This is the realm of the Pentagon. This is the realm of Washington D.C. of lawmakers, and we're going to cleanse it and cleanse D.C. from above, as above, so below, as you cleanse Mars, all the legalism of the governments gets cleansed, and the enemy has nothing in Jesus' name. And we just go over from Mars over to Jupiter, and instead of getting stupider, we get smarter, for it's the place of great loving kindness. Jupiter in Hebrew is hased, which means loving kindness. And from Jupiter, we begin to have the loving kindness of the Father. And now more clearly, we can see all the false love below in Venus burning off in a greater clarity. We begin to understand the cross in a much more higher archangel realm of wisdom and understanding of what divine love really is. And that's also the realm of tremendous finances. That's the realm of a guardian of treasuries upon Jupiter. They say Jupiter is entirely made out of clouds. And the Bible says, what does the Bible say about clouds? That he comes back riding on the clouds. He comes back riding on his said, which is all made of clouds, Jupiter. Jesus said to him, you have in fact said it. But more than that, I tell you, regardless of what you do to me now, in the future, you will see me revealed as the sun seated at the right hand of power coming on the clouds of heaven, not on earth, clouds of heaven. There is an entire planet made of clouds. It's called Jupiter. We can't land NASA or any kind of space station on Jupiter because you'd just be landing on clouds. It's a planet of clouds. Jesus comes riding on has said the planetary sphere of clouds. He is Yahweh the cloud rider. It is written, amen? Truth anyhow. Now let's get into this. The cloud rider, Yahweh. Isn't this good? Yes, it is. The second coming of Jesus on the clouds, meeting him in the clouds, the sickle of the, of the rider on the clouds, the harvest of the clouds is referencing the planetary system, the sphere of the overcomer's gifts of the sharp sickle of the cloud planetary system of Hesed and Jupiter. It is an entire planet of clouds that you must ride on. Riding on the clouds is also riding on white horses. The white horse is the Sephirotic lightning riding of the Sephirotic tree of the lightning riders of righteousness that are entirely wearing celestial garments symbolized in the 12 stones of the ephod. Now there's the 12 luminaries and you're one of them, but you become a star. 
they shall shine as stars. So you're the 12th star of the 11, the nine planetary systems plus the sun and moon, and you as a star system are the 12 of the celestial, eternal, promised land realities. Amen. And it's also likened to the riding of the white horse, of the riding on clouds, being a yad he vav he cloud rider, riding upon the sphere of Jupiter, in Hebrew, hesed. Mark 16, uh, 14, 62, Jesus said, I am, and you will all see the Son of Man seated. He said, yad he vav he. You will all, in fact, see the Son of Man seated. <laughs> with authority at the right hand of power, the Father, and coming with the clouds of heaven. Amen. It's not just in the sky. It's all the second heavens made new. Notice those that haven't been warring for a new heavens are fighting the ones who've been warring for the new heavens. Hello? Hello? So you have the false that are all anti-new heavens, never done one thing, never picked up a stick to help us in 20 years of apostolic new heavens ministry, and now they're celebrating all the earthly junk of the church age. I tell you what, these people have become the enemies of the clouds. They're the enemies of the second coming. They're the enemies of the lion nature. They've never done anything to advance the kingdom. In fact, they're the enemies of Christ. It's true. They're exactly likened to the Israelites who perished in the sand in the first exodus. In this great final exodus, they have chosen against the path of exiting the earth into the heavens. They're against the sapphire stones. They're against riding on the clouds. Enoch said they'll be the enemies of the stars. They'll literally war in error against the sun and moon and stars. That's scripture now. They'll begin to fight against the luminaries. They'll fight the law of the luminaries. They'll fight the new heavens and insist on church age iniquity, which is what's going on everywhere right now at the end of the age. Amen. Judgment comes first to the house of God. Psalm 68, verse 4. Let them sing their celebration songs for the coming of the cloud rider, the Hesed rider, the Jupiter rider, whose name is yad Hey vav Hey. Psalm 68, verse 4. It is written. Matthew 26, 64, Jesus said to him, You have in fact said it, but more than that I tell you, regardless of what you do to me now, in the future you will see me revealed as the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming on the clouds of heaven. Which means coming through the second heavens. Coming through the lightning paths. Coming through the, the path of angels. Coming through the path of all the stars. Truth, anyhow, Jesus Christ quoted Enoch continuously in his apostolic ministry. You better as well. Revelation 14, 14, And then I looked, and there was a white cloud, and one like the Son of Man was seated on the cloud with a golden crown on his head and a sharp sickle in his hand. We can't land on the planet Jupiter because Jupiter's surface is actually made up of clouds. We're seated on the cloud of Jupiter today. Amen? Let that cloud of Jupiter come up underneath you and raise you up into perspective that you've never had before with the holy archangels of the Sephirotic tree of the planetary systems over their moons and over all the earth in Jesus' mighty name. For this will give you a bird's eye view of the kingdom age. And the kingdom age is likened to the first age of the wisdom of the first family. Adam, 
Seth, Enosh, Kenan, Jared, Mahalalel, Enoch, Methuselah, Noah, and there's others. Amen. And there was righteous women in there. Eve was a righteous woman, guys. A perfect woman of holiness and righteousness. Then she got into witchcraft. But she repented. She repented and the Messiah would come through her. Truth in hand. So, there's righteous men. There's righteous women. There's holiness. There's wisdom far above and beyond anything you could expect or imagine or pray for. We need the wisdom of Proverbs 9.1 that kills the beast, which is drives out the human being, kills the mark of the beast in the forehead. The thoughts of our minds and the imaginations of our hearts are before me as wickedness continually. It is written, but when we drive out the beast, when we drive out the humanity, when we drive out all of our earthliness and our our false spirituality, our iniquity that has the guise of Christianity, when we drive it out, when we test it with the cross of His blood, then the wisdom that wisdom builds can be formed in us. Then we'll be built up on the mountain. Then we can easily obey higher angelic orders and not have strife against leaders. Amen? Then it's a get to and not a have to. And then there's no competition, envy, and strife. There's the good fruit of those that are slain with him, the lamb that was slain, and his throne is the cross of his blood in this world. So each and every word is to pierce and crucify spirits, souls, minds, and bodies to be men and women under angelic authority, new creature authority, living creature authority of Jesus Christ and his apostles and his prophets in Jesus Christ. Mighty name, rise on the mountain, drive out your humanity, understand what I spoke to you today, and get with it in Jesus' mighty name. If you want to bless the actual advancement of the kingdom, support this ministry, and don't support sand ministry, don't support church age ministry. Where you put your money is your vote for the earthly or the heavenly, for the mountain or the sand. Don't melt down your finances and give it to the golden calf and whore yourself out to demons and have the appearance of good and godliness. Now is the time to bring offerings on the mountain like Isaac and go higher by giving a higher offering to a higher maturity than yourselves. In Jesus' mighty name, have clarity in every area of your life from the fire of the heavenly Sanhedrin through your minds. In Jesus' name, amen.